Kelly Clarkson on RTHK Radio 3 with a moment like this. Time is now 1.35 and you're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, this Tuesday afternoon. So let's turn to our first topic and guest of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're chatting with Nicola Fan, who's a Hong Kong-based graphic designer and also award-winning filmmaker. Now, we've previously spoken to Nicola about three years ago when she made her first feature-length documentary in collaboration with the Women's Foundation called 
she objects. And it was a documentary that explores the impact of traditional and also new media's influence on young girls and women in Hong Kong. And it's been nominated for numerous awards, including uh, the official selection at the 2016 Sundance Film Festival of Hong Kong. And it was the best scientific and educational documentary of the 2017 Nice International Film Festival. And also her latest short film, Daffodil, was awarded the best short, the best short film cinematographic um, of the 2019 European Cinematography Awards and also the best fantasy film and best female director at the 2019 Independent Shorts Award. And now for, fast forward to now, um, Nicola has been selected by the legendary art movie director Werner Herzogs to be one of 50 international filmmakers to participate in his 2021 Film Accelerator Lab in the Colombian Amazon. Um, so Nicola, welcome back on the program and also congratulations uh, to you. It's great to, to have you back on the program. Thank you so much, Noreen, for having me. Uh, it's been a while, and thank you for the great introduction. <laughs> yeah, it's you know I couldn't be happier for you, and and of course uh, it's a wonderful achievement. Before we talk about your latest initiative, uh, how have you been? I mean, what sorts of projects have you been working on? <laughs> uh, it's been a crazy world, isn't it? <laughs> this year, especially, and since last year, um, I've been work for now. I've been working on um, mostly client uh, projects at the moment. But before, uh, since she objects, uh, I've been dabbling more into like the narrative genre, particularly in drama, uh, on social issues, and of course, uh, I was very inspired since uh, she objects that to create strong female characters, uh, and of course, as a female director. I wanted to take that chance as well. So I've been dabbling in that uh, since then. So I've been doing short films uh, and Daffodil was one of my latest short film. Uh, it's about a young girl's journey into her psyche when she found out about her mom's uh death so it's a very psychological journey into her own mind almost like alice in wonderland but um something a little bit more different and i encourage you guys to come check out my uh instagram page uh to learn more about the behind the scenes and the latest updates of the film so uh, it's, uh, it's yeah. very trippy i will i might should catch the trailer <laughs> of it and yes nice. it's very alice in wonderland you're absolutely right um what was the inspiration behind it uh, so it was actually based off of a friend's experience. Uh, unfortunately, mm -hmm. he lost his mother when uh, he was in college. And that really shook me to my core because I've, I've seen him grow up. Uh, I've, knew him, I've, I've known him since he was young. And I've seen his drastic transition since what happened. And um, I really wanted to depict that. And my other biggest inspiration from this is uh, I wanted to visualize, I wanted to take the chance to visualize um, people's mental uh, journey, their, ment their psyche inside their head, because I really believe um, how we think directly affects what we do and how we are as a person. And so I wanted to use film to depict that world, which to me is just as as much of a reality of as um, what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, and your timing is perfect because I think during COVID-19 and during the coronavirus, mm. it sort of forces people to sit with their own thoughts and it makes people mm. do a bit of soul searching, you know, really look at yourself yeah. from, from within. 
Uh, yes, yes. Um, I've always been an advocate on that. I've always believed that you know we need time to digest, reflect upon ourselves. I think what we tend to do nowadays is we all we often um, seek for external stimulation, and um, and that sometimes you know. Detects, detaches us from ourselves yes. that we often depend on outsiders ap- approval or, or comments for us and to define us whereas i think we start to lack the ability to look within ourselves and that to me has always been a very very um important quality that we all should take the time to practice um and so i of course, when I first worked on this, um, this uh, COVID-19 uh, hasn't happened. Um, and of course, uh, the politics, move, the political movement also hasn't happened yet as well in Hong Kong. Um, but I think now is actually the time where people all are waking up and realize they have to be forced <laughs> to practice this a bit more. And to practice, yeah, your, your, your own thoughts as well. Of course, Nicola, I, I keep saying that on the program that Hong Kong has sort of had that one-two punch. First the protests and now, well, globally, yes, now w- w- with COVID-19. And of course, it's mm. impacted every industry, including your, your industry, you know, being in the creative mm. industry and, and, mm. and films. And one of the impacts is, before we talk about the impacts, maybe we can talk about what you were supposed to do. Well, you're still selected. This is such a fantastic um, <laughs> achievement. You're one of 50 international filmmakers to participate in yes. you know legendary art movie um art uh, movie director Werner Herzog's um film accelerator lab tell us a little bit more about this mm. his initiative and what were you mm. supposed to do Mm-mm. so i've always been a big fan of his i went i, I took his master class online i went to his talk q a sharing session in hku a couple years ago so i've always been following kind of what he's been doing uh and nowadays uh he's very much interested in uh, cultivating uh and and helping young filmmakers so since around 2018 i think he's been hosting this uh film accelerator program uh inviting filmmakers from all around the world to participate in a two-week program uh and the first one he did was in cuba and then peru and then this year was going to be in uh, it was supposed to be in colombia uh i actually remember i was rejected <laughs> on on his first year which is cuba uh and then thankfully i was accepted to uh this year's um initiative so uh within so for his initiative uh it's it's a two-week program uh and it will be under his guidance uh we he's he was supposed to give us the topic on the day we arrive uh and so people participants from all around the world like us south america europe are all welcome to join uh, of course you know we have to uh apply f- for the application and and then get selected um so within the two weeks uh in colombia we were supposed to uh meet uh people of different communities and he'll, he'll take us to like various places to meet the people and we were supposed to to uh, create a either short documentary or short film based on whatever we're inspired by. So we're all supposed to work like a one-man band. Uh, you know, we have to record, direct, edit everything within those two weeks. Uh, so it was supposed to be this very, very tight timeline uh, where within two weeks we meet people, uh, write something <laughs> write a script out <laughs> and and then do do the interviews or or 
act, have or work with local actors to act it out uh, and then edit and music. So all within two weeks. All within two um, weeks to a place you've never weeks. been before. I, I assume you've never been to <laughs> Colombia before. Uh, yeah, so that was my uh, long-time dream as well to visit Amazon. I've never mm. been there. I've never even been to South America before. So that was going to be really my biggest highlight, <laughs> one of my biggest highlights of this year. But unfortunately, um, you know, by March, uh, it hit, uh, the pandemic hits, and uh, they were actually quite adamant on keeping it up. But unfortunately, it was just too, um, too much of an issue. Yes. <laughs> yeah, too difficult. And uh, it's not about willpower. It's actually about public health. <laughs> so um, I guess for now, it's postponed. Uh, but we'll see how things go. Um, but of course, it's not canceled. So I'm really hoping one day soon, hopefully next year, it would actually happen. <laughs> so how has the sort of initiative sort of changed? I mean, because you, you, I saw you still produced a, a, a project um, ah, as well yes. right now. So even though the, the Columbia part, the, the Amazon part didn't happen, um, the, mm. the Accelerator Lab program is still continuing. So participants are still working on films in their respected um, mm. places. Yeah, uh, so it was a really great initiative, uh, host, uh, you know, started by him and the production company uh, as a partnership uh, for the for the trip. So he initiated this kind of um, video correspondence between us participants and local filmmakers of Colombia. So imagine it's like pen pal, but instead of writing a letter, we do it as a video letter. And uh, we were to we were asked to do a series of them, so three videos letter total for each from each person. Uh, we were assigned to other yeah participants to do this uh, correspondence with. Uh, I was partnered. Up, I mean, I was paired up with this girl from France and uh, a young filmmaker from Colombia. So uh, for the past few weeks, uh, we've been doing this. We were given about one to two weeks to finish uh, each uh, video letter. So it's nothing fancy. It's, no, it's not a big, high production value. It's really just very almost uh, journal-like um, pieces. And everyone's been kind of uh, keeping this style as well within the video letter. And then for each letter, uh, there's a topic uh, initiated by Herzog himself, and my lockdown is the first topic. So that was a obviously very um, good Close topic to for home. us to yes. like. Yes, very much uh, for everyone. Uh, and so we were just, you know, doing it from the heart. Uh, uh, oh, we, we have to, we have to, we were, we were required to do it in uh, three minutes as well. So uh, wow. within. Within three minutes, uh, we just you have to tell the story you know, of the lockdown exactly. in Hong Kong. Exactly. So uh, it was really, really interesting to see not just for me to reflect on what's happening, but also to see what everyone else is going through. And I get to see the different sides of people and the different um, uh, levels of lockdown that people are going through from France to US to every. Uh, to Asia as well. Uh, and so obviously everyone has a different experience, but it was really interesting to see collectively what we're all thinking about. And um, it's a very, yeah, everyone's pieces are very personal too. Um, so it was a really nice chance to uh, learn 
uh, from each other as well. And yeah, I really um, I, I urge people to really um, check out uh, Nicola's correspondence video, the the lockdown. It's so poignant, and also what I really. You know, Hong Kong experienced that sort of semi-lockdown back when the coronavirus, mm. you know, the, the first and the second wave. But in between that time, um, the, the sort of protests of, of sort of came back out a little bit. So I suppose there mm. was a lockdown and there was the busy, more busy streets as well. And I saw that you incorporated that. I mean, how, do you, how did you choose which images to include to reflect the sort of reality mm. of Hong Kong? Um, for me, I just want to show what I see when I'm walking on the streets. Um, I wasn't trying to make any statements per se, it's just my experience as a citizen in Hong Kong, walking through my neighborhood in Causeway, and I see all these- Wow. Yes, yes. yes. Um, so some of the shot, most of the shots I had in my lockdown video is in Causeway Bay. And it doesn't take me that long at all to see all the statements uh, graffitied on various um, uh, spots spaces, across yes. yeah, public spaces uh, across the district. And of course, not just Causeway Bay. But for me, I picked uh, I was we were asked to um, kind of focus our peace on our neighborhood so for me it was it's causeway bay um and of course uh just seeing these graffitis and messages uh painted on public spaces that already is also twofolded for me living in hong kong um so there's the (laughs) there's the umbrella of COVID 19 and then also this umbrella so i feel like it's very twofolded where i where we live um so i just off, off and so of course in terms of um, my experience living in Hong Kong now, it's both of these situations that define our times of this year, especially, and of course, last year. Um, so I wanted to capture that. Uh, some of the videos as well were WhatsApp videos that were sent to me, circulated across you know, WhatsApp platforms and, and, cha- and uh, group chats. So um, I just wanted to capture that because that was our everyday. Uh, we were so we were so focused on um, online uh, videos and news that it became our everyday life. Absolutely. So that was. And you so also those included were the images, um, yeah. hand sanitizers and soaps, and those <laughs> images, <laughs> those images are so. You just know it's it's part of the pandemic. Mm. It's it's very twenty twenty, yes. and it just evokes very a, exactly because remember there was a time when there was a, such a shortage of all those things um, mm, across the mm. world, and and in Hong Kong nobody could get a hand <laughs> hand soap or hand sanitizers, bleach, um, and yeah. It was, yeah, very interesting and, and thought-provoking that you had included those images and, and, and the shelves And of these items that we don't usually pay attention to at all now became exactly. the highlight products. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's like just displayed onto the streets. Not even, So it's like, you know, you don't even need to walk into the store. It's like right out there on the streets for your picking. Exactly. <laughs> um, and it's part of the lockdown because when, when people think of the lockdown, people think working from home and staying in and all those images and maybe a very quiet city. But I thought it was genius that you included the shelves, <laughs> the shelves of these uh, cleaning products because it has become part of the lockdown too. Yes, yes, um, and they were everywhere. They were on sale. There's like abundance of them, 
And so um, it really adds to kind of the anxiety that we're yeah. all experiencing, uh, making sure we have enough. Uh, and if not enough, even more. <laughs> so it's kind of this like chasing that became the new norm, unfortunately. Exactly. Um, yeah, I want to also finally turn to some of the impacts of of COVID nineteen on your work. Mm. Will, will it consider? Will, will, will it? Will you be continue to be inspired by 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 this experience, or whether impacts or negative or positive mm. has this uh, pandemic had? <laughs> um, there's definitely lots of negative and <laughs> a bit of a positive. There's silver linings, I think. Um, but uh, how about this? We'll just go through some, some of the negative first and we end with a more positive yes. note. <laughs> um, obviously, some of the negatives are, and of course, not just me, is uh, the workflow, like in terms of job, job opportunities uh, from film festivals, screenings, sharings. What I could what I could have been doing with my my latest short film daffodil uh, many even just within this year many of my screenings or sharings um, have been cancelled uh, even though it was arranged and it was unfortunately last minute cancelled um, so and then a film yeah. it's i mean it's okay i'm not the only one ultimately uh and then finally there's like international film festivals which i usually depend on for networking and and exposure and and simply to showcase my my our uh, uh, you know our work um but all of those were either cancelled postponed or or pushed to the next year and it just becomes this sort of uh, overall delay to uh, what usually takes within a year to showcase a piece now might become a two year and you know we do risk on the uh, on a, on on the piece being expired <laughs> or being a bit too old but I think you know this year is a very unprecedented case so I'm not too worried about that but it is the chances of meeting people and traveling that's now become almost pretty much impossible um, and so those are some factors and of course when it comes to commercial work uh, client work that also has slowed down tremendously since last year um, but you know things are actually picking up a little bit uh, uh, mid this year but it's still not like before but uh, I'm just grateful for my for having at least st still increase uh, this year so that's and plus I'm healthy so that's what yes. I'm most thankful <laughs> for um, now when it comes to some of the positives uh, it's really actually crazy to me to see all of this unfold all of these unjust that we've been kind of um, sweeping under the rug is mm. now out and open and people are voicing their opinions and actually take taking actions with it uh, from it and not just on the political side but also on social issues racism and public and and realizing um the shortage in public health uh, uh support all of these issues that we've been trying to hide and kind of you know ignore are now push forceful forcefully pushed to the forefront and it's really i've never seen i don't think anyone in in this lifetime have seen something where we globally collectively experience mm. literally wherever i go now or whoever i talk to i can we can speak about this um and there's this kind of common experience we all go through now and it's that to me is quite tremendous um 
I'm not sure how good that is, but um, it is and something... And social media definitely has a big role to mm. play in that. I think it's really connected, you know, like-minded people and uh, mm. to, to really... And, and give people a platform to, to voice these um, opinions right. as well. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, this is really the, the year for all of us to reflect and really shift our priorities um in an in whether it be uncomfortable but i think it is this transition is unfortunately going to be a bit messy but hopefully it is a chance to for us to collectively wake up uh, awaken and, i was going to say that too. yes <laughs> awaken yeah yes, for sure for up, sure yes. Definitely. Um, and I don't think I've ever seen this in my lifetime. And so this is really unprecedented and very unpredictable. Uh, so we'll just have to make use of what we have and uh, look out for for those around us, our loved ones. And that's really all I can say or do. And I usually am a very um uh, organized person and I have I have like a five-year plan or a 10-year plan <laughs> wow <laughs> um, but uh, I think you know I've learned from this experience that there are things where no matter how hard you plan there's going to be things out things of our control yeah exactly out of our control and we just need to, the, the best we can do is adapt learn and um, try our best <laughs> and persevere because you never and persevere know. for yeah. sure. We, we exactly. never know what, exactly. what the next turning point is, and it seems like we're yeah at the precipice, looking at you know looking out there, and you know maybe something big and something better will happen. We just have to remain hopeful, sort of. That's mm. why I try to remind myself as well, Nicola. Um, yeah, and, for sure. <laughs> and hopefully, it's given you um, a lot of time to, um, hopefully not too much time, but a lot of time to sort of think about <laughs> new projects and also ways to perfect your art as well, and constantly mm. be inspired. For sure. You know, people yes. watch a little bit. <laughs> yes, for sure. I mean, I believe you know, especially times like this, people are turning to music, to art, to films. Ah, absolutely. Uh, for yeah. For either as an escape or to educate themselves and for just some glimmer of inspiration and positivity. So I really believe at least what my field, as tough as it could be now uh, in terms of execution, the art of it is important. And that's what's really keeping me going personally. Uh, and I believe the power of art form. And so that's something I would always continue to work on. And yes, this is definitely a time that's um, as depressing as it could be, but also uh, insp inspiring too to, for me to see the whole world unravel and unfold. Uh, and the humanity we see as well um, from it. So that's always something I would uh, take notice of and constantly uh, to pay attention to. Yeah, well, Nicola, you're definitely someone you know that we all look up to and, and a terrific role model for for, for the younger generation, <laughs> well, for all generations, but also for for, for young boys and, and young girls to really look at you and think, wow, you know, a, a, a local Hong Kong filmmaker is, you know, going big. Because <laughs> a lot of the times we hear like Hong Kong is a bit of a cultural desert, which is not true. If you look around, there's a lot of mm. creativity mm. here in Hong Kong. It just so mm. happens that um, sometimes it gets buried or it's within the art circle. But really, there is mm. so much. Um, to, yes, I, you know, it's a it's an industry uh, waiting to shine again. 
Mm-hmm. No, thank you too for having me. And uh, it's you who brought me here. So it's it, I appreciate this opportunity too. And uh, yeah, I think Hong Kong is a great city as well in terms of uh, opportunity and networking. Um, so yeah, uh, we just need some time to uh, dig a bit, uh, but it is there. There are hidden gems for and sure. And our listeners can follow Nicola on her website at nicola-fan.net and also follow her on IG as well. Nicola, we're, we're out of time, but uh, I look forward to chatting mm. with you another time. Thank you so much for, for your time today. Thank you so much. And take yes. care. <laughs> Bye. Have a good day. You yes. too. Take care. <laughs> you too. And we'll continue with the 123 show uh, just after the 2 o'clock news.